We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Joel Kotkin is with me right now. Speaking of uh, woke, he wrote a piece called The Rise of the Single Woke and Young and Democratic Female. Joel, how are you this evening? Welcome back to 97.1 FM Talk. Oh, it's nice to be here. This is really a serious political demographic issue because one of the lines from the piece is the rise of SWFs, a twist on the personal abbreviation for single white female, is one of the greatest untold stories of American politics. And the numbers here, Joel, are quite stunning, right? 61% or what is it? Is it 68% or 61% of young single women are voting Democrat? 68%. Right. Right. And of course, in certain areas, much higher than that. I mean, that's a big, big number, and I think you write about this a little bit, but how, if you're a Republican, if you're a conservative, and you want to try to appeal to some of those young single women voters, is that even possible right now? Well, I mean, the the, the situation has obviously evolved over time, but, you know, obviously, you, you know, you you nominate Donald Trump, you, you, you lose even yeah. more of them. I mean, that's, no that, that's, that's just, you know, for whatever reason— uh, younger women, in particular, are you know are revolt you know are revolted by Trump. I don't. Well, blame. that shouldn't be too shocking, really. I mean, even if you dig politics out of it, would it be that shocking? No, I mean you know <laughs> right? he's you know he's the sort of the the nightmare of a, of a jerk uh, of a male jerk. And what can I say? And um, but but I think that 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 this has been happening. What's scary to me is that we that the, is the issue that. We'll have f- fewer families, fewer people who can, you know, totally support themselves. Like many of these women are actually, you know, women are sort of kicking the butts of men in the workplace and at pretty much every place else. But married couples are the people who are most likely to be able to buy a house, to be able to take care of kids. You know, these a lot of these women, and you see this in the in the sort of life of Julia and the uh, Biden f- follow up to it. You know, you have a woman who. You know, you know, may never gets married. If she has a kid, the kid goes to daycare and then is never heard from again. Yeah. Um, you know, so that the that that essentially what we're doing is we're undermining the very familial system that is at the base of the civilization. And 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 look, these women are reacting, you know, quite appropriately um, in in many ways. They're saying, look. I'm. I'm. Not, I'm. First of all, if I'm. A, if I don't have kids, maybe I don't really need a house. Maybe I don't need a, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, a lot of space. Um, but I'm going to have to count on the state when I'm older because there won't be the sort of accumulation of assets that married couples overwhelmingly tend to have. So you in the, in the piece, um, 
you, you say this, we're witnessing, as sociologist Daniel Bell noted a half century ago in the coming of the post-industrial society, a new type of individualism unmoored from religion and family, something fundamentally transforming the foundations of the middle class culture. And it's there's political implications. There's certainly, as you indicated, economic implications with all this. And this trend doesn't appear to be, a, I don't even say, a, there's no ability to move it in the other direction. Would there be? I mean, what would perhaps stall that out because this thing seems to have a life of its own, right? Which often in social and issues like this, that's what happens. Well, I think there are, there are several things we could do. I mean, a lot of this is a symptom of the fact that we've, we've gotten rid of many of the jobs, for instance, that men have uh, traditionally done, but we've increased the number of, of jobs that women uh, tend to do. And so if we could have a better employment situation, particularly for men, that may change it. I think also, you know, making it easier for people to buy homes, uh, that would certainly help. Um, I, I think having a sense of, of, of hope um, is something, you know, that there's, I mean, what, 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 what's frightening is that even though many women may theoretically want to get married and have kids, they don't really think it's possible. And so they're thinking around a completely different trajectory because it was very interesting. Married women are basically 50-50, Republican-Democrat. Right, right, right. And, and, and if the Republicans nominate a human being, which, of course, they seem to be incapable of, um, they might be able to uh, to, to do even better, um, particularly in, in more conservative parts of the country. Um, the, the potential, um, though, is going to be very much tied to the fact of, do people feel that there is a... There's a trajectory that leads to marriage and children. And right now, that trajectory is, is under enormous stress. So in the short run, uh, Sam Abrams, my co-author, and, and I conclude, in the short run, the Democrats have a big advantage. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you have a, you know, a, a you know, Trump you know, versus Biden race, I mean, really, you know, nauseating alternatives, but let's say that's what you end up with. Biden's going to absolutely kill it with 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 unmarried women, and um, and of course the road decision um, accentuated that even further. Yeah, and I don't know, you know, what what the answer to that is. One of my questions to you, Joel, was going to be if you take like if you simply just take that issue out of the mix, what would happen? But that's such an important issue that I would have predicted decades ago we would not be talking about in twenty twenty three. But here we are, right? Right, and but and there there are there are other issues that are um, that that may be you know germane to uh, to women. You know, again, you have to look at the economics. We take a look at what professions women are going into, and increasingly they're in professions that have a very different relationship to the state than, let's say, a guy with a machine shop or a, or or a, even a truck driver or. A, um, or somebody with a, any kind of ma- manufacturing facility, or a farmer. Those, those people, the state is is a threat to their income and a, and a regulatory threat. If you're working as a, a, a as a nurse or a teacher, actually, you want more government spending because you're a prime beneficiary. I mean, people act out of their self interest, sure and and the self interest of single white females is increasingly. A extended state, not not a limited state. Plus, you want the most extreme uh, area. You have you look at at at, at grammar school teachers. Eighty percent are women. Many of them are single. 
um, they have a very, very different view on what your children should learn than the parents often have. Um, so that's a perfect kind of conflict. Um, so, so I think that, that you know, this, this issue is really just going to become stronger and stronger. The question is, over time, um, obviously, those parts of the country where people are having children are going to have more representation, and that may, ha- that may be a, a counterforce. But I would say in the short run, for sure, um, the single white females are an enormous asset to the Democrats. You know, the education aspect is fascinating to me. I have a son who's now a teacher. He's a, a sophomore social studies teacher in Columbia, Missouri at a high school there. And when he graduated uh, a year and a half, well, it was actually last year, I'm starting to think back, they um, had, we couldn't make it to the graduation. There were some COVID issues that popped up at the time, but they televised it, you know, so we were able to watch it and stream it in my house. And it was stunning to me. And I think my son has sort of made mention of this and he he certainly was aware because he was with all these other students it was it wasn't just elementary school i mean it was overwhelmingly female when people were coming up to grab their diplomas so that that obviously does um present different priorities with the classroom because it's mainly females but you asked this question with sam abrams here at the end and i think this is why this fascinates me joel this topic ultimately the question remains what kind of society americans want to have historically here in the u.s and elsewhere the family perspective has been prevalent and tied intimately to the sense of common you know poly but as the country changes this is going to be a question right moving forward exactly i mean it's it's and by the way it's not an issue of necessarily of right and left in, in the traditional sense you know, the Swedish welfare state was developed specifically to help families. And and um, for many, many years, um, social Democrats, which I'm kind of one myself, believed that we were, the, the role of the state was to make it possible for families to become independent, purchase a house, raise their children, and have a certain amount of autonomy and security. That that changes when if if the electorate is overwhelmingly made up of of, of single people and particularly you know single females um, who work in certain parts of the economy, um, you know and and this is one of the reasons why for instance um, uh, you know somebody works on urban issues we have this situation where even in the cities are in terrible shape, but we we keep electing ever more. Um, Let's just say less than ideal candidates. I mean, you get you know here in L.A., uh, we we elect you know we elected somebody who was in the Vince Ramos brigade and thinks that that Fidel Castro is one of the great people of history. I mean, what yeah, you know, I mean, what do you nuts. do with that? I know. Well, we have that here in St. Louis too. That that's that that's the thing. It's it's infuriating, really, to me uh, when you think about it. Well, it's interesting because these are I would say that these are issues that will and I know you even reference with Sam in the article books that have been written about these things even decades before with um, people not having kids and the implications of all this. But I do think that, you know, having heard the the polling from the midterms elections in particular, where single mainly single people overall, but particularly young females went, there are big trends here. And I don't know how you address them if you're like a political consultant or a candidate in particular for a Republican moving forward? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the only issues that seem to resonate that where Republicans could do better may, may be on, on the issue of, of personal security, um, you know, crime. Um, yes. But, but of course, you see, part of the problem is, um, you know, when people become, you know, if they do get married, they move to the suburbs and they move away from where the crime is worse. And by the way, even in a city like St. Louis, I, and I did live in St. Louis at one time, 
you know, the 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 reality is, and this is true everywhere we go, middle class, working class, African American and Hispanic families are also moving to the suburbs. Oh yeah. So the, well, that's been so a big the, issue here. I mean, I don't know when. I don't think I knew that you lived here, but you know what the population is in St. Louis? It's like yeah. three hundred forty thousand. That's it. The city. Uh, right. St. Louis reminded me when I was last there, which was about 15 years ago, uh, it reminded me of, of, a, uh, of an old man whose suits are too big for it. That's a great analogy. And you know what's sad about that is that if you would come to St. Louis today, there are so many cool things that are happening. We have a new, and I'm not even a soccer guy, but we got a new soccer stadium and an MLS team that's starting. We have all this development here in the urban core. But guess what? No one wants to come because of all the crime, Joel. And I'm not being, I'm not mean, we have, this is such a great time for St. Louis in one way and such a sad, terrible time because we have a mayor and a circuit attorney that can't get a hold of the uh, crime issue. Right. And, and that's, uh, and again, that is also reflective of the kind of politics that are, that, that, that people who are coming out of the schools increasingly, and by the way, increasingly the people coming out of the schools are overwhelmingly female. Um, it's the kind of politics that they they've been indoctrinated with. And see, the difference is, if you get married and have kids, you you know you sort of like get mugged by reality. Kids do that to you. You know, they do. All of, all of a sudden, you know, somebody who thinks it was hip and cool to teach, um, you know, transsexual values in fifth in fifth grade, when it's your kids, you might think a little bit differently. I would, um, I would agree. Yeah. You know, so so you know what you what you end up with is a a a, a and this is particularly bad for cities. Is cities become more and more single? I'll give you a good il- illustration. A majority of the households in Manhattan not only are childless or unmarried; they're single people. They're, in other words, they're, they're, it's one person living in a place, and so we're really looking at a very very single-oriented environment, particularly in urban cores. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and that's, you know, and that's very, you know, very unfortunate yeah. in the sense that I don't think cities can really come back until at least some families go there. Well, that's what makes this, to me, so fascinating. So I'm glad you wrote about it. Joel Cocking, great to have you back on 97.1 FM Talk. I appreciate it. You have a great week. You too. All Thank right, take you. care, Joel. Thank you. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.